0: Welcome to another episode of No Thanks But Yes, Chill Conversations with Splendid People. This podcast features the many faces, voices, and pathways of recovery from problematic relationships with substances and behaviors. Hey, welcome, Air. Thanks for saying yes. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. Happy to be here.
0: Oh. Delightful! I hope you had a a, a good uh, and festive uh, feast with family and fortune.
1: Absolutely. My sister even surprised us from L.A., so that was a beautiful treat. More family time.
0: It was beautiful. Oh. How was yours? Oh, it was great. Yeah. I cooked my first uh, turkey on my own flying solo. Okay. My wife you. was between some uh, some night shifts, and uh, it came out okay. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost gone <laughs>
1: oh yummy good okay Then it was well, good
0: mm, yeah absolutely so on no <laughs> things but yes we introduce ourselves so who the heck are you
1: hi everyone my name is ariel but folks call me air uh, i go by she her pronouns i'm a person in long-term recovery i'm a mom i'm a friend i'm a storyteller and i just really love connections so i'm a person i'm a people person um that's me
0: <laughs> people people i love mm-hmm. people people <laughs> Yes. well we always talk about how how, how we met and and i do mm-hmm. i remember distinctly how uh how we met you you put out a video uh talking about you know the 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 black experience in recovery community settings after traumatizing black experiences nationally mm-hmm. and i i felt it you know i learned i changed i reached out to you and i said hey what's up <laughs> 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 thank you thank you for you know thanks a bunch and uh, mm. um you know, and then we've had a chance to to do other things together since then. So,
1: yes, yes, thank you for sharing that. I was just talking to a friend about that video yesterday, and it seems like such a lifetime ago, but still, so much there, so much there that's still being unpacked, just in my own personal experience. And so, I never anticipated that video to go so far, but it seems to has been in my experience too, just um uh, an audio visual representation of what a lot of folks were feeling that I hadn't even connected with at that point. And then and so it is. So my recovery journey really took a different point at that moment.
0: And it was beautiful to
1: be held in that way. Oh
0: mm-hmm. I'm, glad. I, I'm I'm gratified. Yeah, I, I think it uh <clears throat> it helped me to hold space with my people better, mm. um, for sure. And, uh, to be, um, to be more mindful of, of context and environment mm-hmm. and cause we're all swimming, you know, all swimming in trauma and, um, and joy. Mm. And, uh, often, you know, centering on self and, uh, I don't know, got me out of myself a bit. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right? I think we're all scared. And we're all looking for that joy and love and connection we all want to be seen. That's what I'm that's what I just keep hearing in my head. Like what would I was talking to a friend earlier today, um gender non-binary. We were talking about masculinity and they're asking like what do you think men would say if they could say anything? And I just said, I'm scared, I'm overwhelmed, I'm alone, I need help. And it's as I was saying, I'm like, that's what I would say in this body as a Black woman. And I think a lot of us would say, um, I need connection. I need to know that you're proud of me, like all of those things, right? Uh, So I, I appreciate you reflecting that. Getting out of self, you meet self, I feel.
0: Oh, getting out of self, you meet self. I'll tell you that that resonates with me. Um, I think there was a time when I didn't say I'm scared. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there was a time I didn't say what I wanted or needed just to, you know. I remember I was in a really deep setting in Western North Carolina where we were practicing kind of some radical truth, uh, with each other and uh you know they all kind of circled up on me it's like what do you need and i was like tell me i'm a good boy (laughs) it was (laughs) cathartic
1: how did you even get there though and how has life changed i'm so curious about this this is like when i'm sitting and i don't for the people i just i just had a baby in may baby boy and i'm like i want to create that container early on so that you were describing too because there is joy there is this experience but if we don't figure out how to connect our own emotions if that doesn't feel present oftentimes i talk to this mentor of mine of mine like little girls they're not told that they can be angry little boys aren't told that they can be sad scared and so how how did you get there And, and how has joy been present
0: Mm, Since well, then. it was a weekend retreat so you know those mm. things can be pretty uh yeah, <laughs> those can end pretty heavy for sure but uh I, I think it was a pivotal moment for me uh i was already on that journey of authenticity and vulnerability and i think it was just helping to jar loose you know some of the last maladaptive behaviors that we get from trauma of you know wanting to be uh you know want, wanting to be perfect wanting to be liked one non not wanting to disappoint and stuff like that so i think uh, maybe some early messaging early on you know of you know and this just seems like grandma's wisdom like nobody's perfect honey and you're mm-hmm. i'm still gonna love you just you know i don't know the answer to that but ultimately that that's the goal. Nobody's perfect. We're always going to fall short, but we always have inherent, uh, value. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I'm, I'm happy for your, your, your motherhood journey.
1: Thank you. What a gift today. I told you folks as well. It's his first day of daycare. <laughs> I'm like scrubbing the walls, moving things around. Cause I mean, he, he was fine. He's doing a great job. And so here we are, I get to connect with you and not worry about, uh, and waking up too soon. So, but yeah, ugh, my heart, it's mm-hmm. just it is the best gift. It really is. It's been wild already. Six months in.
0: It is. It is the best. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my youngest is, uh, is fixing to turn 25. So, uh, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy the journey.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So um, right. So that's that's how we met. But then we moved mm-hmm. into doing lots of other cool stuff. We can talk about that in a minute. But you uh, um. So do you identify as a person in recovery? I do. Right, I huh? do. Well, tell and... tell, me, tell me more about what that means to you.
1: Yeah so really what it means to me i have a lot of beautiful people in my life and what we talk about is recovery means an opportunity and an experience of going beyond being well and i know that's something that has been passed around in the community but i don't think enough folks hear it enough and that's what it means to me so i take nothing from my journey of active substance use and All those experiences, and I truly believe 12 years in abstinence-based recovery that without my whole entire experience and the journey of my recovery now, my life would not be this good. That's my experience. I have gone beyond being well because I have been, uh, I've been in the dark, you know, and somehow I have had the privilege of being lifted out of that and really really seen really guided through i've I've been really feeling i've been really growing through things and not just going through them and I've, i'm attached to this divine synchronicity and this connection uh we're numbing out in these ways uh, for me is life or death for me in my experience so it's afforded me uh new levels of therapy new levels of friends, new levels of of presence that I, I give everything to. I give everything to, and I don't know if I would have had this life if I hadn't had the struggles in my past. And then just this commitment to the moment and whatever is going on in it and how am I going to navigate that and also honor the walk of others too because I think that's really important. Um, it feels very personal, very sacred. But i know i've
0: gone beyond being well I, I i think in every episode you know i explore creatively what the title of the episode will be I'm pretty much thinking we're gonna hang on beyond wellness right now probably mm. something like that it's I something it. i used to like to say too better better than well and mm-hmm. what does that mean and this concept of enhanced recovery. And you said it so well with uh, growing through instead of going through. Yes, that has been
1: my experience. And, um, And I mean that not from a place of isolation where I'm just growing through it and trudging along and just trying to figure out how I'm gonna survive. I think especially even as I reached 10 years in recovery, this, this experience of accepting my life right now, is, is still feels really new because for so long I identified as my substance use as my addiction and just trying to get through the next day, the next year. So I had a very fear-based relationship, um, shame-based relationship with my recovery for a long time because I was so terrified of being that person again, instead of integrating her and knowing that she did the best that she could do. I could cry honestly, because I'm so grateful for her ability to just survive and for her ability to surrender to community and to connection in a way, and to something bigger than ourselves and, and just, just that intimacy of, of people. And so growing through those growth pains and those experiences has been paramount uh to what i stand in in my recovery today
0: wow that
1: mm-hmm. was
0: so well said and i that resonates with me i'm feeling in kindred journey on uh, growing out of a a fear-based and a shame-based relationship with with my with my former self not even former self with myself and, and- yes and growing through my experiences and man i I love it so much i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna sit with that tonight for sure yeah (laughs) Mm. great great well tell me tell me more about what what you're doing now you are really just um (laughs) dropping dropping the baby off at Daycare yes. is a thing. It's a huge thing. I've also seen some really cool videos coming out soon. You're collaborating and and doing amazing things. Where you been, where you going, what you're doing.
1: Yeah, where I've been, where I'm going, what am I doing? So you're right. Daycare is first of mine. Really trying to figure out how to balance my work life. So I also work in recovery. That's been my um primary mode of service and of work for a long time and really trying to find my voice and my creativity in it. Similar to you, I'm a creative by heart. And so I love storytelling. I love being someone in that space. I love helping folks develop their story. I'm a professor, um, teaching policy and social welfare. Um, to BSW students at UT. I also still do community impact and policy impact work in Texas. And now I'm transitioning. We're back in Michigan just to be close to the family and raise, raise the baby. And I'm still figuring out what that means for my career and what it looks like because I can't hang on to that position. But and people keep asking me, what could you do if you could do anything? And that's a really tough thing when I've been such a worker, (laughs) especially when you're like, just give me a job or whatever it is. But really, I want to continue to create and innovate in this space of recovery and help with with strategies. But at the end of the day, if I could do anything, it would be telling stories. I just want to tell stories. That's all I want to do. So the video that you've seen popping around, um, I was offered an opportunity to be a part of the HOPE campaign, That was a collaboration between Shatterproof, CDC, and National Council. Um, So that was a really beautiful, beautiful opportunity. And my son was in it with me. And I would do that all day because I think there's still so much power in sharing our stories, all of the stories, making sure many different voices are at the table so other folks can be seen to reduce stigma. That for me is forever, the forever big wall uh, blocking a lot of, policy, a lot of connection, families. It's just thinking like, just get over it. Just do this, do that. And then the internalized stigma that comes with my own experience. I have the folks in recovery. So I want to do anything around eradicating that.
0: That's brilliant. Uh well, I in, in encourage you to chase that because that is deeply impactful work. And I think that you're good at it. And uh <laughs> it intersects with work and play to be honest my storytelling is 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 outside of my my day job and uh mm. so um it's it's very gratifying to bring forward the many faces voices pathways of resolving problematic relationships with substances mm-hmm. and behaviors and and uh hoping that those um narratives align with good policy, better policy, that those narratives increase help-seeking yeah, improve the help that is offered for folks, too.
1: Yeah, I got to do season two of my podcast, Beauty and the Grit. um, In
0: 2019
1: is when I did my last episode, and then I started working for the administration, and then life just kept happening, and I haven't picked it back up, and I'm thinking about Turning in my guest room closet into a podcast studio to get it going, and this feels really good to be just talking with you and have some ideas, Some new stories to share. So, well,
0: oh, good, good. I mm-hmm. hope that that uh, that this is part of that story, and uh, and and I dig the getting into it and uh, and having something take you away and then having it call back to you. So, uh, yeah. Come get you some. I think so. On some it. Some more awesome, excellent podcasts out there. All the better. I know. I'll definitely show some love,
1: Thank for you. sure.
0: All right. So that's what you're doing. Tell me what you do for uh, for you. Tell me how you uh, are better than well and at, mm-hmm. at play and 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 at joy and and you know. We also talk about self care too because um, these have been a rough you know, uh, rough years. Ahead. Yes. What's good.
1: Yes. So what is good. So thinking about this, I was listening to someone else talk about how do you start your day off with joy, just even those first three minutes. And what I've been doing recently is listening to music. Um, a favorite song i like to sing i like to be really playful and play around uh just just in those first couple of moments just to connect to that that little person in me that is probably just waiting for me just to hang out and play around anyway and i think that's just been the great thing about um being a new mom um my goal and i think anybody's goal, truly. Um, Hopefully, maybe I don't want to speak for everyone, but I want to be a good parent. I want that. And so what that has required is for me to return to some aspects of myself to to drop my son off at daycare, so that I can be present with me and put that picture on the wall in our new home. I love decorating and feng shui and creating homes, Uh, talk to my friends, on the phone. I think for me, I love a good FaceTime. I love connecting with people. I'm a true extrovert. And in these times where we haven't all quite gone back into the office, which I'm super grateful for, I'm on the phone with a friend cracking up somewhere and thinking about old memories. And what's been really great recently is uh, being back home in Michigan. I'm close to my family now, which I never thought I would move back here. But it's amazing what happens when you do have a child everything changes and so my nephews are so fun so play a little video game with them run around um yeah i think think more than anything you can probably catch me on the phone with a best friend just having some deep conversations about something and then laughing and less than 30 seconds later so
0: you know, I love it. And there was some very practical advice in there that I, I think I'm going to check on. I think, I think the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is as intrusive thoughts start to come in mm. <laughs> as they do, you know, it happens. I, I I I get distracted with my phone. I think the first thing I do is grab my phone and I, uh, I catch up real quick on, uh, what's out there, but I think I may ask my machine to, uh, play some of my favorite jam, uh, which, uh, t- so uh, it begs the question, uh, what are you playing in the morning, if you want to share that?
1: <laughs> Donald? <laughs> so I used to be, I used to play basketball in high school, and and, and you won't believe this, maybe you will, to get hype before a big game, I would play Celine Dion. I, I would go in the middle of the gym and just blow some Celine Dion hit. My heart will go on from my chest. And so you should see me in the morning here doing the same thing. My son's looking at me like, what is going on, girl? What are you doing? And I'm just happy. And then we just dance around. So that is, that's on the, that's on the playlist right now. Sometimes, you know, then I'm a drive and listen to a little Drake. a little, you know, a little bebop, old school Drake. Oh yeah. Because lots changed, but. And that's that's it. But I brought back Celine Dion last week, and I'm forever changed. Oh, mm-hmm. Legend,
0: yeah, yeah. I, <sighs> I, I know how she makes you. I know she. I know she. I know she how she makes me feel, uh, and makes me want to embarrass myself. From me. the heart, but, right? It's, yeah, makes uh, me sing, sing out of my range. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely.
1: <laughs> well, so what would your song be? What's your jam?
0: Oh my God. Now that
1: you, you may try this. What do you think you'll, you'll play first?
0: I'll tell you, you know what? I'm just, I'm all about 70s music right now and uh, just mellow 70s gold. That's what I usually tell my machine mm-hmm. to play uh, mellow 70s gold. But as far as something more current, my hype song, my hype song is uh, Amos Lee Windows Are Rolled Down. That's that's what? the one Yeah. So I gotta uh, check that out. Yeah. I've Steve. never heard of Amos Lee. Oh, I, I hope I hope you feel him the the way I do. But that that's my, Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm on it. Cool. 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 I love it. And I'm glad that uh that I get to be uh near you during this yes. part of your life for sure. Even digitally. Wow. And um well, uh, do you have a final message for our millions of listeners?
1: I do. I just wanted to touch on something that you just said, and it means so much, which is that you're grateful to be connected with me during this time. And that's so important. I know that wasn't shared off offhandedly, that you really meant that and so for the people that are listening struggling enjoy whatever you're at get you some get you some of those people it is being a new mom going through what i've been going through personally and professionally and all the transitions that i'm in postpartum my identity everything is changing so fastly and the people in my life whether they are an arm length away states away they have held me down. Um, they have made me believe that I can continue to deepen within myself and learn more about who I am and who I who I get to be in this world. Like my life is also just a gift because I'm connected and I'm sharing it with others. And um, I just think it's so important to have people who believe in you and not because you're doing amazing things, but just because you exist and just because you are here. And until you find that reason for yourself, listen, you know, listen and and trust when somebody says, I got you. And so I felt that I needed to hear that in my spirit to remember, because I forget that a lot. I got a lot of beautiful people. And it's this community that is reflecting back to me that I am a good mom. I am a wonderful person in this life, and I don't have to be perfect. I am not omnipotent. And that help is, uh, is part of the life, it's a part of the beautiful life. So thank you for
0: uh, all of it. Uh, that was a splendid message. Oh, my gosh i think i think one of my favorites out of over 40 episodes <laughs> You're sweet. I meant
1: to, thank you brother thank, thank you, you for our talk thank you absolutely thank you.
0: and i uh, hope to run into you uh in in uh, in vivo someday soon 100 see you soon all right peace thanks for listening to another amazing episode No Thanks But Yes is non-monetized and unaffiliated, available everywhere you stream excellent podcasts. Remember to subscribe today and tell all your friends about it.